Oregon is known for having amazing musical offerings and has received national recognition as a best community for music education for five years in a row. One component of this is the musical opportunities available in our community, including the Oregon Straw Hat Players. Today, we're going to learn about their upcoming production of Beauty and the Beast from the director, stage manager, and a cast member, who all just happen to be OSD alumni. Welcome to this episode of Inside the OSD Podcast. They talk a lot about it. They're asking frequently to get outside to see the goats. (laughs) It's a build it, they will come situation. Where it's all about the kids. Well, it's always fun to have a little groundhog uh, (laughs) play into the forecast. Here is your host, lifelong educator, and our superintendent, Dr. Leslie Bergstrom. Thank you for joining us today. We know that you've been very busy with rehearsals and preparation for opening night, which is this Saturday, August 5th, and we're excited to hear about it. Uh, Could you please start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your role in Straw Hat Players and with this production? Sure, I'm Dwayne Draper, and I'm actually an Oregon High School graduate way back in 1983. Nice. Long time ago, I went to Oregon schools. and I'm a teacher in the Barneville School District. I've been there for 35 oh, years. Oh, I didn't know that. Wonderful. The best profession ever. Yeah. I'm a high school <laughs> social studies teacher and a drama director and a Francis coach there. Wow. But with Straw Hat, I do lots of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been on the board. I've been a director. I've been a designer. I've been a music director. I've been a producer and a piano player. And that's what I'm doing this summer. I'm producing oh my. and piano playing this summer. So I'm really excited for our production and people are doing a great job and we're really excited about it. So how did you decide to select Beauty and the Beast for the summer's musical? Well we wanted something that was family friendly Mm -hmm. and that would encourage lots of people to get involved. We were thrilled with the audition turnout. We've never seen so many people. Really? Oh that's so exciting. And lots of people from the community, lots of past graduates, lots of students in school now at Oregon. Okay. As well as people from around the county. Uh, so we're very excited about it. We also like the message of the story, which we think is a, you know, it's a story everybody knows, but we think we can bring a new light to it. Very familiar. And I'm not at all surprised you had a ton of people. I mean, I, don't you think most of us can sing by by memory at least one song? <laughs> and and, from every, Beauty and the every Beast? girl wants to be Belle. <laughs> And, you know, and we all know, you know, we love Mrs. Potts and all those great characters that we've all met with the Disney version. Absolutely. Be our guest. That's my favorite one. Or maybe the one about Gaston. I love that one, too. (laughs) We have Gaston here, and we've got... Perfect! And we also, we love Beauty's and the Beast's uh, melody, right, that we all Mm -hmm, know, Tale mm -hmm. as Old as Time, and, of course... Be Our Guest is a great number. How, yeah, I can't wait for that one. So we know that producing a musical is an incredible undertaking. What is involved in putting on a production like this? Well, we started planning for our production way back in September. That's oh, when we selected wow. it. And we were started putting our staff together. We've got a staff probably of about 25 people. All volunteers? All volunteers. Amazing. And mostly from the Oregon area, although we also get people from surrounding communities who like to come to Oregon in the summer mm-hmm. or had some connection here maybe in the past. Mm-hmm. And so we worked with them and then we started our audition process in late May. 
And by that point, we had the show relatively sort of designed in concept. And then we've been working really hard since then with rehearsals and putting the sets together and getting the lights done and the props and the costumes. And we've got people working right now finishing all of those things. things. Yep. Oh, that's terrific. Um, I see that many of them involved in the production, including you, are an OSD alumni. What is special about that for this and for all the other musicals, too? Well, historically, this group was connected with the school district from its very founding. It okay. was um, one of the founding members of the group was the choir director at Oregon High School, Gay Shaw, who was my I choir didn't teacher. Know that. Yes. Okay. And and so we've always had a great relationship with the school district. Um, many different people who have either worked here or we've had connections with people through the district office as we do now. We've got right, one of our right. orchestra players in the pit. And, yes. we're, and we're really excited with like finding ways to connect with the community. We feel like we're a lifelong learning opportunity and also something, you know, putting a musical together is a big undertaking. It takes a lot of people. It takes a lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of money, and a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And so we can offer students and past graduates opportunities to continue doing it, where otherwise the opportunities for that are hard because it takes so many people. You're right. When you are a musical person, but you aren't necessarily going to make your day-to-day living off of it, but you don't want to give it up either. It, it, it's everybody's heart and soul. Yeah. Whatever yeah. part they do, right? Whether it's putting together the program, which some people love to do in the back, or being our lead actor on stage. I'm guessing that many of our listeners are familiar with the story of Beauty and the Beast. I know I am, like I said, one of my favorites. And I also know that there is a variation in each production. Without giving anything away, what is special or unique about this show? Well, I think for me, one of the things that's special or unique, especially for our listeners in the podcast, is it's people you know (laughs) who are in the production, right? Mm -hmm. You can recognize people, whether they're people, maybe you've been to Straw Hat Productions before and you've seen these people, or there's people you know in the community. So I think that's, for Oregon people, one of the things that makes it really special. Yeah. The show itself, I think some of the neat things we're doing, we're doing some really interesting lighting things with shadowing. And so you'll see some really interesting sure, ways to tell the story. with the beast in the castle. Yes. And yeah. Yeah, to do that. And also, I think we have some really interesting connections with the story. We're talking about home a lot in our theme and how everybody tries to find their home. And obviously, there's a lot of characters in this musical who do that. And we want to make everybody feel a part of Straw Hat. And so we're really looking forward to people coming see us. <laughs> how can people learn more about Straw Hat players? And what type of opportunities are there for their students, for the students, alumni, and community members if they want to be a part of future productions? One of the best ways to learn more about us is to check out our website. Okay. www.oshponline.org. And you can find out a wealth of things about our group. And on that website, you can then find specific contacts. So if you want to be involved in a production, you can email that person or you can call our phone number and we'll connect you with the person to do that. We also have open auditions for every show Mm. and we post those on the website, the local news organizations on our Facebook page. You can find us lots of different places. So we take crew calls at the same place. You can just stop on by and sign up and we can also connect you at the show itself. So if you want to get involved, talk to one of our house people and they'll be able to help you out and get you contacted with us and we'll get you on our mailing list. (laughs) That's really cool. Um, Finally, can you share the details of the performances and how people can get tickets? Sure. 
So we have six performances of the show. Mm -hmm. Our opening night is on Saturday night. And we perform at 7.30 at the Oregon High School Performing Arts Center. Of course, we're thrilled that the school district works with us to let us use that beautiful facility. And then we have additional shows on Saturday night. I'm sorry, Sunday at okay. 6 on the 6th. And that show is at 2 o'clock. And then we continue on Thursday the 10th and Friday the 11th and Saturday the 12th, all at 7.30. And also an additional show on Saturday at 2. Again, you can find all that on our website. Okay. Or the PAC website for the school district where you oh, can yes. get some tickets. Mm -hmm. um, we have a really great relationship with Mr. Mendel at the PAC. And he works with us. He's actually helping us out with the sound as well for the show. He's great. Yeah. He's a great guy. And so um, any of those ways, and you can get your tickets online. Or, if you prefer, you can just come to the door, and we'll be glad to sell you a ticket there. Now, I'm hoping you don't end up sold. Well, maybe be lucky for you if you ended up sold out every single performance. But So people maybe could go, and, and chances are they could get a ticket. Because we have six performances, it's, it's usually likely okay. that you can get a ticket at the door. Obviously, if you buy ahead, you'll probably get a little better seat. But we're glad to help you at the door, and we'd love to encourage you to come when it works for you. Thank you. So um, now I'd like to spend a little time talking with some of the OSD alumni, other alumni, who are involved in the production. <laughs> Okay, so thank you to the two of you for joining us today, and congratulations on being a part of the production. In addition to being connected to this show, you are all OSD alumni. So let's start by giving you a chance to introduce yourself, when you graduated, and what you've been doing since graduation. I guess I'll start. So I'm Kyle Capusta. I graduated in the year of 2020. And since then, I've been going to Millican University to get my Bachelor of Fine Arts degree in musical theater. So I've really, I was the one that got bitten with the bug. You sure, you sure have been bitten, and we are lucky you've been bitten. Because I remember watching you on the stage when you were in high school. And now that's your major in college, and you're yeah. coming back to do it here. Yeah. That's well, awesome. Goes full circle. It sure does. And how about you? My name is Jordan Hake. I was an OSD grad of 2019. Um, my college journey has been a little bit bumpier, but I have finally found my place. Um, I'm currently at Madison College working on, um, oh, I just signed up for it. I don't remember what it's called anymore, <laughs> but um, it's in the realm of videography. And Oh, yes, because um, you work for OCA Media. Yes, I do. We, we see you working for them all the yeah, time. Yeah, I'm around the town. That's terrific. So now on to the musical. Uh, what's your role in, in the musical, each of you, and how has rehearsal been going? So I'm playing the part of Gaston, the fun. the the villain of the story. <laughs> it, it's it's been such a fun time. It's a role that I never would have expected to get, but I've had a blast with it. I know being like specifically the numbers that he is in, it's just such a fun time because you're yeah. around you're around so many people and it's 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 all people that I've grown up with, that I've been familiar with. And funny enough, this is the first time ever that I've gotten to share the stage with my mother in really? a show. Really? Oh, yeah. that's great. And it's been such a fun time just having a blast with everyone on there, especially with numbers like Gaston and the mob song towards the end. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's just one of those parts that I personally, it's one of those things where you, as an actor, you always have to try and find a connection to the character. Sure. He's an interesting one to do it with, <laughs> but it's one of those things where once you find it, you just get to lose yourself in it and have such a fun time. Well, his songs are so fun. Mm -hmm. They're so fun, so I can see that. How about you, Jordan? Well, I'm the stage manager, so my role is a little bit different in this production. I balance the what's happening on stage with mm -hmm. the what's happening backstage and making sure communication <laughs> flows all the way through. 
Um, I think this rehearsal process has been not one I initially expected, but it's been a fun process, and getting to know all 59 of our cast members has been um, an exciting adventure, and when I learned three weeks in, I already knew everybody's names. I was so proud of myself, knowing everybody, <laughs> and just getting to know them. And we have so many different fun personalities on stage, and all of them, all 59 of them, have a unique skill set and fun facts about themselves they share and it's just it's an awesome experience well that's what's going to make the production great right right? all of these different people coming together for something so many so fun did you do stage management when you were in high school i did not do stage management okay my i started in the pit then i went on stage and then i did some backstage and Ah, so you did theater you just didn't do that portion of it yes okay i gotcha Mm -hmm. so summers can be busy and committing to a show like this takes a lot of time why was it important to you to be a part of this so for me it was it was kind of a few reasons straw hat's been in my blood for a long time what's the first show you ever did uh first show i did with straw hat specifically Mm -hmm. was music man back in 2010 i think oh so you must have played the role of the little boy oh no i was just one of the little like little marching band kids oh gotcha (laughs) but but that's where sort of this story for me has come full circle because a long time ago when i was at the ripe young age of four my first show was beauty and the beast where I played a little dancing napkin, and <laughs> and my dad was Lumiere, and funny enough, wow. Eric, funny enough, Eric Sherpy, who is our current Cogsworth in this production, was also Cogsworth in that same production 18 years ago. So it oh, feels like a really wow. big full circle moment for me, and it's it's something that I, as soon as Straw Hat announced they were doing it, I was like, I must. It, it's like <laughs> I've got to I've got to make it full circle, and it's been one of those things where Straw Hat has been. In my blood, my my mom my mom's done it for a long time. Uh, my dad was there pretty much since the beginning. Uh, both of my brothers have been a part of it. My sister in law is the current president of the board. Oh wow! And so it's just it's a long running thing with our family, mm-hmm. and we love the Oregon community so much that we are always looking for ways to bring entertainment to. Well, to go from the dancing napkin to Gaston, that's a big leap in 18 years. I consider it a glow up. I think, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. How about you, Jordan? Well, I mean, speaking of fun facts about our cast members, (laughs) I learned another one there. There you go. I I think it's just been been an insane experience. Um, You could spend your time a lot of ways, right? My my time is spent a lot of different directions. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think... The reason why I come back here is also long-time connections back at the very beginning of Straw Hat. My mom was a part of the very first production, so... Oh, I didn't know that about your mom, and I know your mom from working in the school district. So, long time coming, and when I found theater in high school, um, a part of me was like, oh, I'm getting to spend a lot of time with people, and I was really, really shy in school, and so I was like... I, I can show a little part of me, and I don't have to be me, because I can be this character, and that's not me, right? Oh, wow. Um, and so I learned that aspect of being able to have a character, which has helped me through life um, and difficult situations. And this doing these in the summer is its just a fun time. Like, it's its part of fun. So work, work in the summer is a little bit slower, so I have some free time to do my fun things. So I do my fun things, which is productions like Beauty and the Beast. That's so insightful, though, that you knew at that point in your development Mm -hmm. that being involved with theater was going to help you. Yeah. 
So what's a special part about this production or your part, either one? Uh, thinking of the production specifically, I think it's we take that classic phrase, a tale as old as time, and yeah. like really, really like to adapt it. Uh, very early on, our uh, dramaturg, uh, Dwayne, not Dwayne Draper, my bad. <laughs> I I get to, both your names mixed up a lot of times. We've very been similar. around together a long exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> uh, our dramaturg, David Lover, has really stressed to us in the very early rehearsals, uh, the literary history that has come with Beauty and the Beast, how it's a long-running story that has been told long before the Disney version, and it's something that we've, we really want to appreciate that those roots and the long oral and written tradition that has come with the story of Beauty and the Beast. With Gaston, it's been very interesting because he was invented by Disney right. as sort of the main foil to their idea, and I think his... His role in the entire thing, other than being the very fun comedic relief, the guy that has the very fun songs, it's very interesting because with Belle and the Beast, you see a lot of, like, beauty is found within. That's a big, big notion in the story, mm -hmm. is that while the Beast, out, his outward appearance may be something horrifying and scary, inside he's a really, like, nice and gentle person, while Gaston has that big... That big, like, loud and, like, very much the idol of the town kind of energy. But deep down, there's something sinister lurking within him. And I think that's something that, you know, we never really think about in our day-to-day -day lives is that people put on these outward appearances, but you never really know what's going on inside. Mm. That connects a little bit with what Jordan said about being able to play a character, mm -hmm. right? Because you didn't want to necessarily let everybody see what's down deep inside. Right. Yeah, it's just a... A lot of deep thinking around these stories. So what's next for your post-production and post-summer? What's next for you guys? Uh, well, I'm going to be heading back to, uh, to Millican to finish up my senior year of college. Scary. It but is. Uh, after that, then I got to start finding out uh, where I'm going to be heading in terms of like acting career, in terms of musicals. My plan right now is possibly heading down to the coast, like sort of the Florida coast, to start working on cruise ships. Oh, fun. So, because <laughs> I've been on it once, and I was like, wow, that seems incredibly fun to do. So yeah. that's, that's my current post-graduation plans. Oh, wow, that's great. My post-summer plans include uh, a college. So yes. I'm going for an associate's. Uh, we'll be starting an associate's. And by the time I complete my associate's, I will have an associate and three certificates. And I hope to use those to capture the moments in the community. And moments like Beauty and the Beast and all the other special little moments that happen that not always get noticed just within a within a small community like this and be able to spread the word and capture those. That's beautiful. So finally, whenever we have the opportunity to speak to alumni, I like to ask this question. What did you think was the most valuable thing you learned in the OSD that helped you prepare for the path you've taken? And do you have any advice for current students? Ooh. Can, that I, can, be can I speak a quick one? Because yes, mine goes way, way back, too. doesn't it? Mm -hmm. um, there were some really terrific educators in the Oregon School District. There always have been. And I never thought I would be a teacher, although if you know my family's background, it might not surprise you so much. <laughs> but they were really centered on developing every kid in whatever they were good at and letting them find their pathway. And And I would speak to finding yourself and and really being true to who you are and you and you might not know right away for me it took a couple years to figure it out but when i look back 
after the time and talked about some of these people that I worked with. Um, I'm very grateful for their work, and I could list a dozen of them easily who really connected. So I I think we have such great teachers. I'm sure we still do here in the Oregon School District that they really care about students and and letting everyone find success, um, no matter where that might be. Thank you. Uh, very much going along with what Dwayne just brilliantly said. Trust your educators. They, they know what's up. Uh, specifically for me, uh, there was a long-time music, music teacher back in my middle school days, uh, Miss Patricia Hetland, oh, who long-time yes. family friend of ours and a long-time straw hatter Wonderful as well. Wonderful person. Uh, she really encouraged me to keep going uh, along the path. Of that I've taken currently. I specifically remember getting ready for an audition for, I believe it was Alice in Wonderland Jr. with Straw Hat, where she helped me out because we're longtime family friends. And she goes, Kyle, why are you not in choir? And so really they they know like how best to help you along with what you're trying to go for. And honestly, biggest piece of advice, just be willing to try everything. As, like in no matter what your passion is, whether like in theater, because people think like for theater very specifically, it's on stage, like that's what you're doing. But there's so many other aspects, as we can see, that jo- so that many. that Jordan, like Jordan, keeps us together pretty yeah. much. Like we would be lost without Jordan. We'd be lost without Dwayne. Like really think about like there's so many things even within your own passions that you can look into. Like even for sports, like. Say you've been playing one position or just one sport your entire time. Feel free to like try something new, and you'll never know what you're what you're gonna find like really interesting and something that excites you. Yeah. And just be willing to to give it a shot. Don't. It, it's weird saying like don't stay within your own shell, but like <laughs> really just be be willing to to reach out and people will help you along the way. Take that step. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Like, and and I don't know that I could add any more to what's already been said, but. <laughs> No matter how shy or outspoken you are or feel you have to be, be willing to either turn that off some days or, <laughs> heck, if you're if you're in any of the musics um, and you're like, hey, I want to try, find out all the other options. Because even within the high school theater productions, you don't have to be on stage. Not absolutely not. You can be in the pit. You can help with sound. You can help with lights. You could be the person who's running around doing the props. There's so many roles within theater and within the rest of the school. There's there's so many other programs like the the FFA program they have here. All the different shop classes. Um, it's just being willing to take take that um, study hall that you may want to sign up for and say, oh, that class looks interesting. Try taking that class. Because who knows? You may you may you may make a new friend. You may find a new passion. Who knows? You won't know until you've taken a step out of your comfort zone and tried. And it sounds scary. And as a shy kid in high school, trust me, I get it. Um, but it will benefit you in the long run. And it's it's okay to take that step step and be totally completely shaking in that very first meeting or that very first class. It's okay, and you will make it through. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. We can't wait to see this performance. Thanks to our listeners for tuning in this week. Beauty and the Beast performances are August 5th, 6th, 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Oregon High School Performing Arts Center. You can get your tickets online at OregonPerformingArtsCenter.com. 
Remember that you can find links to all episodes of Inside the OSD and submit topic ideas on our website at oregonsd.org backslash podcast. You can find this podcast anywhere you can find podcasts. Make sure to subscribe if you're listening on one of these apps to get notifications on the most recent episodes. We'll see you next time on Inside the OSD, where it's all about the kids. Yeah.